At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare what does every grocery store aisle now have in common products that come in paper packaging and we don't just mean the obvious ones like cereal boxes and juice cartons From beauty products to boxed water, there are more opportunities to go paper-tarian than ever before. So why should you? Because paper comes from a renewable resource and can be recycled up to seven times. Simply put, it's the smart choice for the environment. And it turns out, the easiest choice for you. Learn more at howlifeunfolds.com slash papertarian. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Welcome back. This is hour number two, Betting Across America, presented by BetMGM. Femi Abebefe hanging out here at the VEASAN Studios at the South Point Hotel and Casino. James Salinas with us, as always, in Colorado. James, let's table some of the NFL discussion. We'll get back to our recaps later on in the next hour. But let's take a look at baseball today because we got a heavy card once again here in Major League Baseball. And we'll start with the Toronto Blue Jays hosting the Cleveland Guardians. Right now, Toronto minus 155, the favorite over at BetMGM. The Guardians plus 125, now the first place Cleveland Guardians, I should say. Total sitting at seven, juice to the over. Um, what stands out to you when you look at this game here, well, whether it be the side or total? Yeah, it's going to be a good pitching matchup for sure. You have Gossman going. He hasn't allowed an earned run in his past two starts, and that's with 14 innings. So he's been eating innings lately and 15 Ks to go along with that. And I know he had a, a bad ankle for a bit, but has really recovered himself nicely from there. And I think he's become uh, the, the one-two punch there with Alec Manoa. So he's going today, and I think the Blue Jays are going to need him. They've been really struggling and scuffling offensively, have the Blue Jays, a team that just relies on the long ball. They got two of them yesterday and hit Tristan McKenzie. Nice. They barreled up a lot of balls off McKenzie yesterday, and it's this Guardians team. It's a very young team, and I think there's a lot of no names on it because they are such a young team outside of Ramirez at third base. But it's a very athletic team, and you saw that last. Uh, the the second baseman Jimenez made a tremendous play throwing out a guy from, uh, let's just call it mids from from right field. 
as a second baseman mm-hmm. and spinning around and making a great play to throw Tapia out at the plate. The defense makes up for a lot. And Tristan McKenzie, like I said, really got hammered. And I think Francona, manager for the Guardians, was trying to get through seven innings because if you look at the schedule for the Guardians, they have had the toughest schedule since of any team since the All-Star break. Coming out of the All-Star break, this today is going to be their 24th game in 23 days with 17 of those 24 games having been played on the road since the All-Star break, and they're going in to play a doubleheader tomorrow against the Tigers. So it's just been a grind of a schedule since the All-Star break. Now it's going to set up favorably for the Guardians when you get to September, because now after today's game, they're only going to have 18 road games remaining. They played so many games on the road, uh, but I think they really need Bieber to eat some innings today, and they tried to, again, Francona tried to get McKenzie to get through that seventh inning or get through a full seven innings because of the schedule and how taxing it's been on them since the All-Star break. I wanted to play this prop and I'm mad at myself right now, Femi, because I looked at it back between the break. It was like, oh yeah, I wrote notes. You know, we mm-hmm. have 15 games on any given Sunday in the Major League Baseball, so I'll go do notes and I'll highlight some things and look at a play that I was doing. I was going to bet Bieber. I didn't bet it at the time because it was the first game on the board when I went through the rotation. I circled this, his outs, player prop, pitcher prop here, Bieber, to go 18 and a half outs. It was juice plus 130 and I like liked it to go over that just because of where Francona is with this team. And I think it's a little bit of a weary team uh, with that all-star schedule the way that it's been since the break. But now that is moved. That is no longer there. Now it's Bieber. His out total is at 17 and a half and it's up to $2. So I'm kicking myself now. I think he does. He goes beyond that sixth inning today. I think they need him to do that mm. just based on what they've gone through. And the fact that they have a double header tomorrow. And we know Bieber's fully, Bieber's fully capable of doing that. I just missed it. I'm not going to lay $2 on Bieber to, to record six innings. I think he does it, but I'm not laying $2. So I missed it. I didn't bet it. Yeah. Too bad. So sad. Moving on. <laughs> yeah, We all have our thresholds when it comes to these bets here. So uh, sometimes the number gets away from you, and what can you do? We'll see if we can find a bet in South Beach here with the Miami Marlins hosting the Atlanta Braves. Miami plus 105, the home dog there. Braves short road chalk minus 125. Totals at seven and a half. Yeah, just, I mean, the the Miami were a lot of injuries to this team, unfortunately. They've had a lot of guys in and out of that, out of that starting lineup. And guys just batting all over the place within that order. Just no consistency for Miami. And we've seen that. They've lost 12 out of their last 15. Of those 12 losses, in those 12 losses, they scored a total of 21 runs. And that's just reflective of the injuries and the fact that you just, guys are moving up and down the lineup. You know, everywhere in the lineup, you have different types of, different opportunities as far as situational hitting goes. But when you're not having any consistency within that lineup, it makes it really difficult right now. And that's why we're seeing such a struggle for the Marlins to score. I was looking at saying, well, maybe we'll bet the total here in the under, but I didn't like, I don't like the pitching matchup here, in particular on the Braves side. A couple things with the Braves. You know, that last week, lost four out of five to the Mets and really kind of got humbled a little bit when that big divisional showdown Mm -hmm. last week in New York. Since then, they've won five straight and I think maybe could there be a tendency to look ahead because they start a four-game series at home tomorrow against the Mets. So a little opportunity for payback for the Braves considering how poorly they played in that five-game set against New York a week ago. But then you look at the uh, you look at Elder. He's going to get the opening spot really for the Braves today. He's only thrown 21 innings and in five appearances. He's not going to go deep into this game. So it will be a bullpen game for the Braves. I still kind of lean towards the under in this one. I kind of feel like the Braves, this is that getaway. Let's just get out of here 
we got a big series <laughs> on deck against the New York Mets in the division to try to get back into that NL East race. But I won't play it, but I don't want anything to do with the Marlins here. This team's struggling to score that total 7.5. Kind of juiced up now. I see it going up to 115, 120 in some spots. Not going to play it. I'll skip it. Really big series going on in Tampa Bay wraps up today in this AL wildcard race between the Orioles and the Rays. Tampa Bay minus 175, the favorite over at the Trop. Orioles plus 145. Totals at 7, but it's juiced to the over at minus 120. Yeah, so I did make this bet, and I've, I've man, that number has really moved. It's interesting. It, I'm, I'm almost feeling like, well, I'm, we'll 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 pass on what my uh, uh, my little conspiracy theory is that I have with oh. some of these books and plays that I make here. I played, so I played Rasmus. I'll make the case for why I played Rasmus, and I played the the out or not his outs, his earned runs. His earned runs were sitting. I played it earlier at minus. I laid the chalk on it under two and a half earned runs for Rasmussen at minus one thirty five. Now I'm looking at it. It's up to minus one fifty five. So a lot of people have joined the party, I suppose, uh, with. With Rasmussen and his earned his earned runs in this game, partly because I think for one, Rasmussen is obviously one of uh, aside from aside from McClanahan, he's one of their better pitchers. But you saw that in on was it Tuesday I think last week against Detroit, they pulled him early. It wasn't because he was injured, but Rasmussen has been throwing a lot of innings there. Well, right now the Rays are trying to lighten his workload. He has pitched more innings this year to date than he has pitched combined in his first three years wow. in the big leagues. So, so they're starting to dial him back a little bit. He played, he pitched three innings of scoreless ball last week against the uh, the Detroit Tigers, but they pulled it back and they pulled him out of the game because they know they've got to make the stretch run. And yeah, they need to win all of these games here. They're a half game lead with that win last night over Baltimore. They're a half game lead for that final wild card spot in the American League. But that's where I was going with this. I just don't think Rasmussen is going to be that guy that's going to go deep into this game. They've got to start monitoring his innings here because he has he hasn't been stretched out this far ever in his career and couple that with the fact that he's allowed two earned runs or less in six out of his last seven starts so when he is out there even regardless of how long he goes into these games he's been he's been very efficient and very dominant up there on the hill and very competitive for the Rays so that's where I went I did take Rasmussen to go under two and a half earned runs not only because he's pitched well but they are starting to dial back his innings I did lay the price like I said Femi at a dollar 35 now it's up to a dollar 55 that's a pretty significant mm-hmm move 20 cent juice in the span of oh, that was less than an hour when i did that so interesting how these these numbers move relatively quickly in these pitcher prop markets uh, at least uh, sometimes of what i'm seeing when i'm betting it's kind of strange well, well early on in your analysis you, you talked about a conspiracy theory you can't just toss that out and not expect me to follow up here james so <laughs> well, what, what, what is this theory I, you have <laughs> Well, it's because I'm, I sometimes, so sometimes what I'll do when, cause we don't only go through the show, I'll just load things in the account. I'll put them in there. I'll put them in the queue. Mm-hmm. I won't play them yet. Cause I want to go through the entirety of the, of the board. Cause there's so, you know, any given day in baseball, we have so many games and I know I make notes on every single game in preparation for these programs and I'll highlight things that I'm looking at that I want to play. And then I come back to it later and I look at the queue and I was like, wow, how did all these numbers move against me? In this case here, it was the juice, you know, with, with Bieber, that number moved from the outs. Now that was interesting. It moved from plus 130 over 18 and a half to 
what I say, minus two dollars now mm-hmm. over seventeen and a half. But it flipped from the out, so I missed the price with that. But the Rasmussen thing, just to go twenty cents. I mean, these are kind of random. I don't know how much action actually gets put out there with these things, but they move pretty significantly. So I've uh, honestly I've stopped putting things in my queue, and I just uh, <laughs> write them down now to see if things change. They still change, but uh, it's it's just my own thinking. Nothing's mm-hmm. going on as far as me. Uh, I'm, I'm concerned, and oh, they're looking at what I'm doing. We better move those numbers. I don't yeah. suspect that's happening. These are these are we're talking player props, pitcher props here, and uh, and I'm not move. I'm not betting big 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 numbers on it. Right? I'm gonna bet, maybe do a, a unit max on any of these pitcher props that mm-hmm. I do. But just interesting. So I've stopped. Like I said, I've stopped putting those in the queue. I just write <laughs> them down or I put them here on my computer. But they still move and they still change. Obviously, there's people out there thinking the same way I am mm-hmm. when it's getting involved with some of these pitcher props. Well, anything electronically, Big Brother might be watching us. So you know, it's you, you, you never know what's around. yeah, you never know what's going on, man. They're they're watching the show probably as well. Yeah. You know, that's that's moving markets there with your analysis, always spot on in baseball. We got about ninety seconds left. Want to get to this game real quick? We can carry the conversation as well to the next segment if we need to. Cubs Reds. Cincinnati is a plus one twenty five home dog. The Cubs minus one fifty totals at nine and a half. Juice to the under. Yeah, I did. Uh, honestly, when it gets to this point in the season now, we're in the dog days of August, and we know what a grind it is. A lot of these teams, both these teams, Cincinnati, we saw the fire sale before the season and during the season as far as this turning over the entirety of the roster. Cubs are in a bad place, too. Both of these teams sitting collectively a combined 42 games under 500. You know you're going to see a lot of young players out there getting opportunities. It's just so hard for me to try to spend any time to really break down and handicap these two teams because they're in transition with that roster. Just not a lot of numbers. I know baseball, you can pull a lot of numbers out mm-hmm. uh, as far as the analytics goes to, to try to see how those match up. These are just two bad teams with a lot of young players. Like I said, 42 combined, 42 games combined under 500 right now. This one was a total pass for me, Femi. Yeah, especially now that we're into August and a lot of these yes. situations, these teams just do not care to be frank about it about these results when they're well, not. They're just anywhere really close they're just it. looking at the, they're just looking at their young talent to see yeah. what is that going to look like for an invite to spring training and be on this roster for 2023. Hard to bet on that from a competitive standpoint. Yeah, well, it's a competitive out in Queens with the first place New York Mets. Yeah. They have been really good. They've won eight of the last ten. They're hosting the Phillies today. We'll get to that game to start the next segment. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. You're a growing business, which means you need every spare hour you can find. That's why the most successful growing businesses are working together in Slack. 
Slack is where work happens, with all your people, data, and information in one AI-powered place. Start a call instantly in huddles and ditch cumbersome calendar invites. Or build an automation with Workflow Builder to take routine tasks off your plate. No coding required. Grow your business in Slack. Visit slack.com to get started. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he ain't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Betting Across America on VSIN, the sports betting network. It is time to download Nevada's premier sports betting app, BetMGM Sports. BetMGM is all of your favorite wagering options, along with in-game betting, boosted odds, specials, and much more. Download the BetMGM app today and stop by any MGM casino on the Strip with your state-issued ID to open an account and start placing sports bets from anywhere in Nevada. Whatever your sport, whatever your betting style, you're going to love BetMGM state-of-the-art technology and fan-friendly specials every day of the week. So visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 or older and physically located in Nevada. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. Welcome back. This is Betting Across America, presented by BetMGM. Femi Bebefe alongside James Salinas here. And James, wanted to talk about the New York Mets. And before we get into their game today against the Philadelphia Phillies, how about Jacob deGrom, man? In his last outing, 10 Ks in six scoreless innings. We were talking about it during the break here with our producer, Stephen Bond. It's incredible. It's as if he never left and was he missed a whole year. And now he's back doing just what he does as the Mets try to make this push towards the pennant. Well, and and his he was topping out at a hundred miles an hour yeah. on the radar gun. Consistently was ninety eight, ninety nine. Just so the 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 gas is still there. And then that slider was it's that it's a wipeout, and he was wiping batters out. You mentioned ten strikeouts yesterday against Philadelphia. Well, he did the same thing against Atlanta last Sunday. He had twelve in five and two thirds innings, and so we know he's on a pitch count. So he only pitched, and this is how efficient he's been. He was six innings yesterday. When you have ten strikeouts, you tend to think all right. That pitch count's going to start to go up. You're working deeper counts. Obviously, you got to throw at least three pitches per batter to strike these guys out. Man, how efficient was he yesterday? 76 pitches in six innings and 10 strikeouts, no walks, just the two singles. Absolutely unhittable. Mm-hmm. And coming back, and, and they know they're not winning the, the division or the pennant last night. So, yeah, you're going to bring him along slowly, which they're doing, and and just start to build up that the, the endurance of that arm for the postseason, you know, get into September and get into the postseason. You match him up along with Scherzer as that one-two punch as a starter, and those guys are going to give you seven dominant innings. And you're seeing Diaz coming in, giving you – he can go get four outs 
on occasion when that, when necessary. Man, you just need somebody to bridge the gap of two outs to get mm-hmm. to these. The, how dominant these pitchers are, and you know we and look at obviously we're we're looking ahead, but you get to you get to October and weather changes too, and advantage for the pitchers, and we know it, what it can be like there in New York come October and playoff baseball gets cooler, can be rainy, and and definitely can be windy as well. Man, that's a great one, too. I'm so excited to see Jacob DeGrom. I love dominant pitchers like that. I know it doesn't look fun on the scoreboard. You see one <laughs> to nothing finals, but it was a great pitching duel last night. Aaron Nolik throws a complete game, yeah. only gave up one run and gets the loss. So it was a great pitching matchup from that matchup for, from that game last night. And so great to see a, a pitcher like DeGrom being able to regain after that injury and coming back from surgery where he was to where he's at now, at least through three starts. Absolutely fun to watch him p- compete out there on the hill. Right now, over at BetMGM, the Mets are two to one to win the pennant, plus four seventy-five to win the World Series. I know this is a team that you've been high on uh, for months now. When we talked about any MLB futures, you always say the Mets are my team out in the National League. Is there any value left at plus two hundred to win the National League there? Not, not really now yeah. because you would. What would that number be if they get the showdown? You end up playing the Dodgers, and what a, what a man, what a freight train the That'd Dodgers are. Hell of right a series, now, too. Just yeah. I know what a good in my mind. Good pitching beats good hitting, and that Dodgers pitching staff. Kershaw's back on the shelf again. He's been in and out of uh, off the injured list all season long. A uh, number of other players, as far as pitchers go, for the Dodgers banged up but you know you get to that point in the season what what would the Dodgers I gotta suspect the Dodgers would be a slight favorite in there so you're giving me mm-hmm. two to one here it's it almost feels like kind of a rollover thing for the Mets rather than playing it right now you're, you're talking two dollars not mm-hmm. nearly enough to get involved to win the National League pennant as you say but hell yeah that's gonna be a dynamite series Great pitching against great hitting that lineup for the Dodgers. You have court. How many times you see Bellinger hitting ninth in that on that lineup for the <laughs> Dodgers? Crazy. How deep is that team? <laughs> yeah. And that team is just smashing the ball right now. Incredible run that they've been on, especially since the All Star break. That's going to be a hell of a showdown if we get there in October. Well, let's focus on the Mets today as they take on the Phillies. Minus one thirty-five, the favorite. This one gets underway in about twenty minutes out in Queens. The Phillies plus one ten total, sitting at seven. Anything for you on the Mets today, James? No, it's a really another really uh, obviously a down. I don't want to say a downgrade. It's it's so hard when you have Degrom going against Nola. Where these are two good pitchers in their own right. When you look at Bassett and Wheeler for their respective teams, but a downgrade from that matchup from last night, one to nothing shutout win for the Mets. Chris Bassett, he's been solid. He's gives and he kind of is going under the radar with this team because of Scherzer and Degrom, and rightfully so. These guys are Hall of Fame caliber pitchers out there for the New York Mets. But Bassett, he's been keeping this. He gives a competitive effort every time he takes the hill. In particular, the last five out of his last six starts allowed two earned runs or less in those starts. And then on the other side with the Phillies here, Zach Wheeler, you know, is trying to hold his own here too. He's allowed two earned runs or less in 15 out of his last 18 starts and just three runs or less in, in those other two starts of 15. So he's been absolutely competitive out there on the hill. I get why that number is sitting at seven as far as the total was concerned. I thought, well, can I find a four? in the market with the first five, but it's sitting at three and a half. It's juiced to the over, but three and a half, not a lot of margin for error here. Can those two pitchers try to match? I, th- I think it, those kind of things get contagious, Femi. I mean, you mm-hmm. you see these aces go on the hill for both those guys, and Bassett and Wheeler have been very competitive too. I think that gets contagious. Yeah, they can do it. I can. Here's what I can get up here and take this ball tonight on, on the rubber and, and fire as well and be competitive. I wanted to find a four and play that first five innings under four, but doesn't exist out out here. I can't find one, so I passed. 
in our betting across America AL Central showdown. James has the Cleveland Guardians as his team to win the division. I have the Chicago White Sox as my team to win the division. Uh, the White Sox are minus 200, taking on the Detroit Tigers today. Tigers plus 165, totals at eight. Uh, I'm almost mad at myself for now having to keep track of all things White Sox the rest of this season because <laughs> they are as Jekyll and Hyde as it comes, but they've won a couple straight looking to uh, go ahead and take care of business once again later on this afternoon. Well, they get to beat up on the Detroit Tigers. Yeah. They have the absolute – they're awful on the road. They're 17 – what are they, 17 and 39 on the road are the Tigers. Fairly competitive at home, but 17 and 39, worst record in baseball. Uh, and it's just a team that they don't hit for power. That's one of their – well, they don't hit – they don't hit for – they don't hit period, but they don't hit for power. They don't steal bases. They can't get on base. It's just a, you know, offensively, it's just a really, it's been a struggle all season long for the Tigers. And this would be the opportunity for Lance Lynn, I think, to get hit, to start getting himself righted. His last mm -hmm. five starts, he's been living up in the zone a lot. And we know he's one that's not afraid to challenge hitters. He likes to come after him. He's not afraid to pitch inside either, but he does live up upstairs a lot. And he's paid for that recently. Nine home runs he's given up over his last five starts. But I think that's where he gets to face this Tigers team right now. He said they struggle to score runs. This is a team that does not have any power whatsoever. Least amount of home runs in all of the big leagues. Only 66 home runs. I think Ju doesn't Judge have like 66 home runs already? Something like that. <laughs> yeah, give or take. This Tigers team has 66 <laughs> home runs on the season. Femi, 66. Just to put a little con uh, little context to it, the Guardians, and they don't hit a whole lot of run home runs either. That's not the way they play. They use speed and, and base running to, to manufacture manufacturer runs the guardians have 89 home runs that's the second wow. fewest in all of the big leagues you're sitting here with the tigers at 66 lynn like we said is susceptible to giving up the long ball but don't suspect we'll see it today which is really a soft hitting tigers lineup i think the 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 white Sox get the sweep uh but a big series coming up so that's always something i look at i know for baseball for the white Sox, they need to win each and every game mm -hmm. but they have a big series coming up a couple of big series coming up here but thinking about where they're at after this they they have four games at home against Houston, and then they go on the road to Cleveland to finish mm -hmm. out the week. So big seven-game set coming up for the White Sox starting on Monday. Going to learn a lot about this White Sox team during this yeah. upcoming stretch here. Uh, we got a couple minutes left. We talked about the Dodgers earlier in this segment and how good they've been, especially offensively. They're minus 225 to extend their win streak to 13 later this afternoon, taking on the Kansas City Royals. The Royals are the home dog, plus 185. Totals at nine. Will the Dodgers ever lose again, James? Will the Dodgers ever be anything less than a two dollar favorite? <laughs> We're just, <laughs> yeah. They they are and look at the run. Uh, the look at the. I was looking yesterday, so we were talking about this game. Brady Cannon and I were talking about the Dodgers and the the run line since the All Star break for the Dodgers. They've gone 19 and three since the break. They've covered the run line 18 out of 19 of those wins. Wow. And now you're going to have Tyler Anderson going today. He's 13 and one. His ERA is under three. He's he, he's allowed a run in hasn't allowed a run in four of his last five starts. Getting plenty of run support. I was looking. Oh wait, well what might that run line look like? Well, <laughs> it's massive. Minus one and a half doesn't exist. It's minus two and a half now. Yeah. It is plus 110 today. Yesterday, they were minus two and a half. I think they were laying like 20 cents. So now they are a plus price here. I'm not going to lay two and a half. I mean, this feels like Alabama Crimson Tide rolling around <laughs> and, 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 and playing these cupcakes in Appalachian State and those kind of things where they just roll over these teams. This Dodgers team has just been incredible since the All-Star break. Don't want to get
get in front of it. However, Singer is throwing. It might have a competitive effort out of the Royals today. Singer has allowed just 12 earned runs over his last seven starts. He's also been an innings eater for the Royals. Six innings, at least pitching six innings in each of his last six starts. But I'll stay away from this one today. No dog interest with me with the Royals. This Dodgers team is just a freight train offensively right now. I had to double take when I saw the run line there. Minus two and a half. You don't see that every day when you're betting no, you baseball don't. there. Minus two and a half over at BetMGM plus 110. But like you said, not going to be the person that steps in front of this freight train that is the Los Angeles Dodgers. You talked about Alabama football, James. Well, let's talk a little college football on the other side. This is Betting Across America presented by BetMGM. This is Betting Across America on VSIN, the sports betting network. The college football guide is out now, and the NFL guide is coming in just a couple weeks. Start your football season on the right foot with expert profiles of every team, including team trends, power ratings, and over-under recommendations. Plus, best bets on season win totals, division finishes, and player awards. Remember, the only way to get access to this year's football betting guides is to become a VEASAN all-access subscriber. So sign up early and for a discount of $175, you'll receive the college and pro football betting guides along with full VEASAN access all the way through the Super Bowl. Or join us for $40 a month and see everything VEASAN has to up your betting game. Go to VEASAN.com slash subscribe for all your options and become a part of the Sports Betting Network. Welcome back. This is Betting Across America presented by BetMGM. Femi Bebefe hanging out here from the VEASAN studios at the South One Hotel and Casino. James Salinas out in Colorado. It's a Salinas Sunday, James, but also college football is rapidly approaching. So let's talk a little college football and specifically the Big 12 futures market. Right now, the favorite to win the conference, the Oklahoma Sooners at two to one with new head coach Brent Venables, who comes over from Clemson. Lincoln Riley left for greater pastures, at least he thinks they're greater pastures over in Los Angeles to coach the USC Trojans. Texas is plus 275, Oklahoma State plus 550, Baylor, the defending Big 12 champs, 6-1, to one. Kansas State 12-1, to one. TCU 14-1. to one. But it feels like of the Power 5 conferences, the Big 12 might have the most parity across the board. Well, we see that with the numbers, right? I, I mean, Oklahoma as a $2 favorite, that's pretty short. That just plus, uh, just at 2-1 to one with Texas. Mm. I mean, Texas... Uh, a lot of hype around Texas. I mean, I I think about the running back and you think about the running game with B. John Robinson there, but, you know, with Scar, Scar, Steve Sarkeesian just being there in his second year, I know all the hype's been around his ability to recruit and everything that's mm-hmm. been going on at the quarterback spot coming over for Texas and, and a lot of depth there with the recruits, but it's hard to just all of a sudden turn that on and if somebody like Robinson goes down, what is going to look like for Texas? Because it was a, a work through a work in progress last year, but at plus 275, that's a really short number as well, and uh, if think about Oklahoma State plus five fifty and Baylor at six dollars. Baylor, I mean, how dominant was that defense last year? And last time we saw them, just completely shutting down Ole Miss in that Sugar Bowl game, only allowing what seven points, just completely dominated. But yeah. they lost, they lost the number of players from that defensive side, and I don't know if they're going to be able to maintain and sustain what they did last year. You know, they were tw- plus twenty six in sack differential, plus twelve in the turnover margin. That'll lead to a lot of success because of that the pressure that they were able to get after you on defense but these are really the parity is there because these numbers are really short I don't think there's anything for me to look at to say wow I I find some value in any of these numbers here because the parity is so much I want to let's let's just start with Oklahoma Femi and Mm -hmm. just sitting as the two dollar you know plus two dollars two to one here 
you know, you've got a new coach coming over and Venables coming back. Will Venables leaving Clemson and coming back to Oklahoma now as the head coach of the Sooners and had some things he had to deal with with his coaching staff just recently in the offseason. Yeah. You know, now you've got a new offensive coordinator. You've got a new quarterback for Dylan Gabriel. Hopefully Gabriel, I root for the kid like that. You think about the injuries that he had to go through and being able to get back out on the field and compete. Hopefully he, he can he can perform well. But it just seems like a lot of moving pieces with the new new coach and I think it's you know not that Venables can't be a good head coach but just so many things I, I think about NFL Femi and for me I tend to stay away or fade these teams that have new coaching staffs coming over and a lot of turnover with the roster well I think that's exactly what you're seeing with Oklahoma a new quarterback there with Gabriel new coordinator coming over you know Jeff Libby coming over now from Ole Miss as the offensive coordinator for the Sooners and Venables tremendous defensive coach we know that but just a lot of moving pieces to say at two dollars is that something that i'm not going to get involved with that is that something you feel comfortable with it's only two to one that just seems uh, I like do a not. really short price <laughs> yeah, I do, yeah i do not feel comfortable getting involved with oklahoma and i get that somebody has to be the favorite so that's why you see them holding that role there but the schedule is pretty favorable i would say as well i mean a tricky game at tcu uh tcu always gets up for that one there over in fort worth so that's a tricky game on the road at Iowa State, but that's Iowa State program is not what they were a couple of years ago. Uh, Brock Purdy is left, so no more Brocktober to worry about in Ames. So that may be a different Iowa State Cyclones team. But Bedlam is at home. You get the neutral site game against Texas. You get Kansas State at home. That's a team that a lot of people are, are high on to be maybe a dark horse in the Big 12. So the toughest games on the schedule probably are at home, I would venture to guess. So I see why. They are the favorite there, but I just, there's so many new pieces to where I don't think I'd want to get involved. And I don't know if I'd want to get involved with Texas either at plus 275. You know, I'm, I'm high on the Longhorns to potentially have high upside, but plus 275 is already baking in that the upside is going to happen, that it almost said that it's a virtual certainty. And we've seen with Texas, that's not the case after last year losing to teams like Kansas at home for that matter. So I don't know what to do with these two teams that are atop the board. Let's do it this way here, James. If I gave you OU Texas versus the field, what would you bet on? OU and Texas versus the field. I think I'd take the field. I, I think, mm. you know, because these numbers are as short as they are. And I know it's just, you, you've, uh, you, you mentioned Iowa State and having a, yeah, no, no Brock Purdy anymore. Although sometimes <laughs> I don't know if that's such a bad thing. Sometimes he could drive <laughs> you crazy with some of his decision making. But he was a, you know, a veteran quarterback in the yeah. college ranks, anyhow. And, and Brees Hall gone as well. And a number of players drafted from that offense. That oh, And the defensive side, that's the struggle too. Iowa State, only three defensive starters returned from a year ago. And that kept them in a lot of those games too defensive side of the football and I think that's if can Baylor go back and repeat mm -hmm. not only from what they did defensively but you lost a lot of talent offensively lost their top three wide receivers from last year's team as well as 2400 rushing yards from last year that is gone from there as well. So you think we're going to see a lot of more, a lot of low-scoring games from Baylor, but you know when you're that underdog and you play, you can get stops and you can be competitive on the defensive side. I don't know. Are we going to see that out of Oklahoma? You know that fast strike offense. I think from what we've seen in the past there with Oklahoma probably still continues with now Libby coming over again from Ole Miss. We saw how fast that team was. They that that is that the road runner. I mean they're they are constantly up the line of scrimmage and trying to get as many snaps on. 
offense as they can. What kind of pressure does that put on the defense? Just don't get much of a rest. Even if they score quickly and, and put points <laughs> on the board, your defense is having to get back out there in a, in a timely fashion. I just think there's so much turnover within this Big 12. I'll just take the field. because I'd rather take the field because I just feel like it's it, the numbers are too short for the two favorites with Oklahoma and Texas. And what have they done outside of the, the coaching staff for Oklahoma to say, yeah, this these rosters are totally loaded and they're going to dominate the Big 12. It does feel like it's going to be another year where it's it could be anybody's game. So I'll take the field, Femi. And to, your, to your hypothetical and yeah. theoretical bet, I'll take the field. Let's play. Yes, we got to call up the folks at BetMGM to make that a market there. Red River versus the field in the Big 12. Which one do you want there between OU and Texas? So it's almost by process of elimination. I feel like maybe Baylor at six to one. If I had to play something into this uh, big 12 market here, Oklahoma state, I'm not as high on, especially with Jim Knowles or defensive coordinator going to Ohio state. I think they take a little bit of a step back defensively because that was really the, uh, the impetus of, of their success last year was what they were able to do on defense. Spencer Sanders, a quarterback. I'm not a fan of him. He's too erratic for no. me. Um, so maybe Baylor, do you buy into some of the Kansas state love as a dark horse at 12 to one? I, I don't think so. I think it's just that this, this, the 12 to one. I mean, the number looks the number, that's a good number, but, yeah. and, and because of the parity within the conference and it, it does feel like it, it is, it can be a coin flip and somebody that somebody is going to surprise. Maybe Kansas state is that team that, that can be that surprising dark horse. You know, now they don't have Thompson there at the quarterback spot yeah. anymore, but just, just wondering here, you, you were mentioning Oklahoma state and I'm not a, a Spencer Sanders fan either. And the defense, they rely on the defense. The defense was tremendous last year, but that team, Oklahoma state lost their top four tacklers from mm-hmm. last year's season. And that, that means a lot of leadership. There's playmakers there and guys being in the right position to make plays and make those tackles and having good instincts out on the field. just feels like there's just so much turnover from top to bottom in this league for for the Big 12. I, I kind of really just, if we're trying about thinking about betting these futures, I just don't have confidence. I have no idea who's going to win this conference. I really don't, even though that Oklahoma is such a short favorite uh, and clearly the, the top pick to win that conference and you mentioned the schedule too but I just don't have I I don't like to bet on teams that have that turnover not that Venables can't be in there and be a competent coach and a quality coach I'm sure he can be but those things just kind of take time when it comes to being able to get out on the field and execute yeah, no, for what it's worth, over in the football betting guide, for those of you who have not signed up and gotten the guide, I'll give you a little bit of a nugget. The consensus over at VEASAN here, Oklahoma, is as the the champion of the Big 12, which makes sense. They are the favorite there. Yeah. But uh, there's some love for Texas. You know, three of the people like Texas to win the Big 12, including our own Matt Humans here. So Texas, they have the ceiling to do it, but – we also got to see it on the field. Steve Sarkeesian, yes. whose nickname up in Seattle was Seven Win Sark when he was coaching the Huskies. And if you're coming to college football, that's not a good nickname to have there. Um, so we'll see if they can put it all together. Quinn Ewers, the quarterback, he's a Heisman dark horse guy around 50 to 1. Bijan Robinson, I'm invested in him for the Heisman trophy because I think he's the best running back in the country. Yeah. But it all has to come to fruition. And they got a monster of a matchup in week two against Alabama, but that's not a conference game. That's non-conference, but it could set them back a little bit having to play, which a lot of people believe is the best team in the country here early on in the season. All right, that is it for college football. On the other side, we'll get back to the professional ranks. The Blue Chip Series continues talking wide receivers here on Betting Across America.
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. You're a growing business, which means you need every spare hour you can find. That's why the most successful growing businesses are working together in Slack. Slack is where work happens with all your people, data, and information in one AI-powered place. Start a call instantly in huddles and ditch cumbersome calendar invites. Or build an automation with Workflow Builder to take routine tasks off your plate. No coding required. Grow your business in Slack. Visit slack.com to get started. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think you could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of guard that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what yeah. I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because it ain't me? <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Betting Across America on VSIN, the sports betting network. BetMGM, the king of sports books, unleashes the spirit of Las Vegas with BetMGM Rewards. Every time you make a wager at BetMGM, you can earn BetMGM Rewards points that you can redeem for online bonus credits like free bets and risk-free tokens. Planning a trip to Vegas? You can also convert your BetMGM points into MGM Rewards points that you can use towards dining shows and hotel rooms at over 20 MGM Resorts properties located on the Las Vegas Strip and nationwide. BetMGM Rewards is sports betting's premier loyalty program featuring exclusive offers, incredible experiences, and valuable perks when you wager on the BetMGM app. So sign up with BetMGM or log on today to get an even bigger piece of the action with BetMGM Rewards. Eligibility restrictions apply. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 
Welcome back. This is Betting Across America, presented by none other than BetMGM. Femi and Bebfe hanging out here at the VEASAN studios at the South Point Hotel and Casino. James Salinas with us as always on a Salinas Sunday out in Colorado. James, and let's continue this blue chip, red chip series that we got going on over on the GM Shuffle podcast with Michael Lombardi. Make sure to check that out. Subscribe, rate, and review wherever you get your podcast. Awesome football discussion for the football junkies, and we're a couple of football junkies, so we figured we'd bring the discussion here on betting across America. And James, we've talked about the wide receivers this week. And just to recap, here are the red chips. We'll get into the blue chips in a matter of moment, but the red chips are as follows. CD lamb of the Cowboys, Stefan Diggs of the Buffalo bills, Debo Samuel of the San Francisco 49ers. And then the two Mikes in Evans of the bucks and Williams of the chargers. Any name that jumps out to you when you look at this red chip list, according to Michael Lombardi. Well, I think for CD lamb, he's got to prove it now. You're going to mm-hmm. be the number one there in Dallas because of all the, the the turnover, the injuries, Amari Cooper gone, we know that, and Gallup being banged up, who knows if he even steps foot on the football field for the Cowboys in any capacity this season. They've also had some injuries during training camp to the depth of the, of the receiving core, yeah. so... For C.D. Lamb now, not only being thrust, he's got the talent to do it, but you know, you, you're, he's almost in a sense on an island out there. And what does that look like for teams to be able to game plan for that? Not having fear of any other of the caliber of the receivers that are out there for the Dallas Cowboys and the fact that the rushing game is just not what it's been. We know there's been some transition on the offensive line for the Dallas Cowboys over the last handful of years. You know, Tyron Smith, when he's healthy and out there, is as a good a left tackle and as feisty out there as there's Rip, but he doesn't stay healthy. He has, I don't know if he's played a full season for like the last five or six years so it's it's, it's a lot of injuries for him right yeah and and i think that's the issue here is it's yeah the talent is there but then you talk about how teams can prepare and scheme against you when you don't have a complement of other quality caliber type of receivers for dallas that they've had over the last couple years I just think that's probably the name, not because he can't get it done and he doesn't have the talent, but it just doesn't have the the core of receivers to be able to elevate to where it's all yeah. game in and game out. I think defensive coordinators can absolutely focus on we are going to target and take away C.D. Lamb for the variety of different coverages, making sure we've got folks over the top anytime, wherever he's at on that field. I just think it makes it tough for C.D. Lamb and that offense in general for the Dallas Cowboys. And not that last night is indicative of what we're going to see from Dallas offensively. Oh, no starters buddy. out there for Dallas. But <laughs> as far as the lack of discipline was concerned, uh-huh. uh, it, man, what a, just a complete debacle and a disaster from a, a lack of discipline and execution standpoint for the Cowboys last night. I know they didn't have CD Lamb and the starters out there, so they weren't <laughs> responsible for that. But I just think that's going to be a challenge for Dallas. There's a lot. Of, I just think some serious regression from an offensive standpoint is coming for the Cowboys this year. Yeah, and I think it's it is going to be really fascinating to see how CD Lamb does as the bona fide wide receiver one, because like you mentioned, he is line one of the scouting report when you're talking about the playmakers for the Dallas Cowboys. It stops CeeDee Lamb, prevent him from getting the football, and it's really going to test their offensive coordinator, Kellen Moore, who one of my criticisms of him as a Cowboys fan is that he doesn't do a great job of getting his playmakers, his best playmakers, the football, and the defense oftentimes was able to take guys out of the games. I mean, CeeDee Lamb, I believe, had like two catches in that playoff game against the 49ers, and he was like, oh, well, the defense is playing him a certain way. Well, Everybody knows that Sean McVay wants to get the ball to Cooper Cup, but he's still able to be productive. So you got to be creative and move some of these guys around uh, to get them the football because 
the best the best games for the Dallas Cowboys are going to be when C.D. Lamb has a lot of production, at least in my opinion. Um, so those are the red chips. C.D. Lamb, Stephon Diggs, Mike Evans, Mike Williams, and Debo Samuel, who Michael kind of sees as like that wide back, just diverse playmaker, not a pure wide receiver, which is why he didn't make the cut for the blue chips. But here are the guys who did make the cut for the blue chips. It was Devontae Adams of the Las Vegas Raiders, newly acquired Devontae Adams, Cooper Cup, the reigning offensive player of the year and Super Bowl MVP of the LA Rams, Tyreek Hill of the Miami Dolphins there, coming over from Kansas City. And then you have the two LSU guys, Justin Jefferson of the Vikings and Jamar Chase of the Cincinnati Bengals. But James, in my opinion, this is the best of the best when we're talking about wide receivers in the NFL. Yeah, I think for Tyreek Hill now going to Miami, we know the speed is there and his ability just to just to so hard to wherever he's at on the field. And Andy Reid was so creative with finding multiple ways to get Tyreek Hill involved in the offense. It's not just, it wasn't all just these post streak go patterns and we'll just beat you with the, take the top off of the defense with your speed. I mean, end around so many different things that they would be creative to do that with Tyreek Hill. Now you're going to go to a new system and a new quarterback. And how is that going to work out? That remains to be seen. So Tyreek Hill, as far as the talent is concerned, speed, not a question. At just now coming into this offense with Miami, and Tua now being the guy to make those throws uh, over the top when we're talking about taking av- full advantage of, of the, you know, the, the breakaway speed from Tyree Kill. That's a, I just need to see it happen first for Miami. I need to see it on the field. I know it's, it's, they've got, there's a lot of excitement because of everything that they've done and all the moves that they've made in Miami on that, not only for the, the skill set, but also on the offensive line. They've made some improvements there. Beyond Tyree Kill, you look at this lineup, and obviously all these all these guys are tremendous receivers. But what is it going to look like for Devontae Adams now coming into play with the Raiders? Now, definitely some concerns for me with that offensive line for the Las Vegas Raiders. But the biggest issue for Las Vegas last year was trying to score in the red zone. It was just a constant struggle. I mean, they got I mean, they have the hell of a kicker there. He's money anytime you need to get <laughs> three points on the board, but. But beyond Carlson, I mean, so many times he had opportunities to kick because they just couldn't punch it in from the red zone offensively. It's not because the part of it was the rushing game and that offensive line not really being physical at the point of attack to create and drive the ball. But I think just not having that target. Waller was one that you can take away. But now having Devontae Adams, I feel like that is such an upgrade, obviously, for the for the Raiders offense in general. But I think in particular in the red zone, because Devontae, you put him out there. We saw it for years in Green Bay with Aaron Rodgers, like it was just, it almost felt like, all right, well, you know, it's inside, it's inside the 10 and here comes Devonte Adams, another yep. touchdown between Rodgers and Adams. I just feel like that will continue. He's already got good chemistry and connection there with Derek Carr in with, with Las Vegas, not only from his college days, but now coming in, they know each other very well. Great chemistry on the field. I think it's a huge upgrade for the Raiders in the red zone in particular. Yeah. I think it was two years ago or so where, for four straight weeks, Devontae Adams' first TD scorer was cashing there for the Green Bay Packers games because every time, like you mentioned, they get inside that 10-yard line and just a little slant route to Devontae Adams or he runs a little uh, in and out or something like that and, and Rodgers would be able to find him. Those two worked so well together. But like you said, going back now with his college teammate Derek Carr, my guess is that their chemistry is pretty good as well. I asked Michael this question on the podcast, and I want to ask it to you as well. Um, of these guys, Adams and Hill, the newly acquired wide receivers, which one do you think makes a bigger impact in their new destination? Devontae Adams. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I, th- I think that's the, that was that missing ingredient there because we, I, I think for 
with with McDaniel's now coming over to the Raiders. I mean, we're going to he's going to want to be physical. We saw it in the first preseason game right against the Jacksonville Jaguars in the Hall of Fame game and was kind of surprised to see Jacobs back there getting a number of carries early in that game. But we, we saw that in New England and that that's something where they will adjust offensively week in and week out as far as the game plan goes to try to really capitalize on the the, the weaknesses of their set opponent. But I just think Devontae Adams is he's a special talent. He's going to go in with Carr. It's a huge upgrade for that team offensively. I just have a lot of question marks with Tua and that offense in Miami. A lot of movement. I know you got a new coach there with McDaniels coming over to the Raiders, but a ton of question marks for me there in Miami. Not only with the moving pieces, but now with the the, the coaching staff as well as the uh, the front office as well and things going on mm-hmm. off the field that the players have no control over. I just think the bigger impact by far is Devontae Adams going to the Raiders. Yeah, Adams has been the best wide receiver in football for uh, for quite some time now, but I think there might be a new guy that's emerging. I remember we had this discussion, James, earlier this offseason about Jamar Chase and whether we'd like to have Jamar Chase or Devontae Adams. You can't really go wrong, but maybe Chase, who is the reigning offensive rookie of the year, entering into year two, might be the guy by the end of the season. At least that's what I'm betting on. <laughs> Could be. Well, and the, talk about chemistry and college chemistry for sure with Burrow and Chase mm-hmm. winning and uh, and at LSU, but also the upgrades to the offensive line for Cincinnati. I think that you have to factor those things in too as far as the protection. There was no protection last year for Joe Burrow. Hold on to the football too yeah. long as a young competitive quarterback too, but significant upgrades to that offensive line only going to increase the opportunities for Chase to make big play after big play in the passing game. Yeah, 18 yards per reception for Jamar Chase in his first year, 1,400 yards and 13 touchdowns and he's just getting better we'll continue this discussion on the other side as well and look at some quarterback news that's broken here in training camp this is ba at bed 365 we don't do ordinary we believe that every sport should be epic every home run every hit every inning every play from the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar see for yourself when you sign up today and get 150 dollars in bonus bets when you bet just five dollars Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. 
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.